0: that's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio.
1: Hello, everyone. This is Sean Cleveland with Regeneration X. And I just want to say that the Lord is blessing. He is always there. He'll never let you go. He loves you. I just wanted to encourage people today. and. I truly feel that's needed a lot of encouragement. We all go through things, and we need to know and understand that the Lord said he would never leave us nor forsake us. And so I trust in in him, and I hope in him, and I hold on to him. And I also go through things these past few weeks. i have dealt with a lot of uh, things in me not so much the things around me externally, but internally, Uh, a few external things, but nothing, I would say, major, but things that I need to deal with in my life, things I've been uh, suffering with and dealing with for many, many, many years. And I know there are a lot of people out there, too,
0: that have a lot of hurts, things from the past, abuses, wounds. And we have to
1: deal with these things. We just can't walk through life saying, oh, you know, the Lord will take care of this and the Lord will bless me. But the Lord wants us to lay it at his feet. He doesn't want to take it from us. He wants us to give it to him. We have to make a choice we have to decide if we're going to hold grudges, walk in unforgiveness, continue to let those hurts come up and hurt us. That's our choice. We need to make the choice to say, here, take it from me, Lord. I, I surrender it to you. The Messiah died that I may be free from this. Why am I still holding on? And that's a big question I've been asking myself. Why are you still holding on, Sean, to hurt? And there are some fresh wounds. Sometimes you deal with people that have hurt you and they're still in your life, and they may still be stirring things up or uh, causing issues. But we have to learn to forgive. And we need to understand that we have Our Lord, our Messiah, Yeshua, Jesus, who is seated at the right hand of the Father, interceding for us, praying for us. And I always like reading in uh, John 17 where our Messiah prays for those who will come to know him. That's all of us who are saved now. Even before we existed on this earth, he prayed for us. Because he understood. He was tempted in the wilderness by the enemy. He understands the issues and temptations. He understands people who should love him, abandoning him. The The disciples, except pro John, all ran and left him. When they saw that their lives were in danger, they decided not to stand and proclaim him as Lord in public for fear of their own lives. So he understands abandonment, he understands pain, he suffered for us, he took upon all of our sins. He understands sin better than we can, and he understands the pain of sin and, and the hurt. And so we have a high priest that understands us, who is Yeshua. And I thank the Father for sending his son for me for all of us who would believe. But we have to understand that there's an enemy out there who wants to exploit everything that's happened to us. All our wounds hurt. Everything that has come against us and left us feeling broken and lost at times and unloved. And the adversary is an opportunist. When he tempted our Messiah in the wilderness, and he could not tempt him, the scriptures say he left for a more opportune time. In other words, he left him alone at that time, but he would be back to see if he could find another way in, another way to tempt him, to make him fall. So, we have an adversary out there who is always at us, who has many fallen angels and unclean spirits, an army of hate that is against us and desires to see us fall and to prove us unworthy of the kingdom. The fact is, we're all unworthy of the kingdom. That's why we need a savior. And so the enemy will try to bring things out of us to prove how wrong we are and how unworthy, and, and how we're illegitimate and we're no good. And you may be dealing with that now. You, you don't understand why you're going through something and you feel like you're being attacked. And the enemy has come and trying to destroy us to make us fall, to make us unworthy
0: as we all are but trying to make us unworthy of the Lord's salvation. And that's the enemy's plan. And
1: the Lord endured temptation. The disciples, they went through a lot of temptation and issues they had to deal with in their own life. So they understood also what we go through when we're dealing with hurt issues Religious uh, beliefs that are contrary to scripture, and we have to understand that we're not the only ones going through it, and we're not the only ones who have to lay things down. And we look at in the book of Luke, chapter 22, the Lord is speaking with uh, Simon Peter, and I'm going to start reading verse 31 of Luke 22. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, indeed, Satan has asked for you, that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for you, that your faith should not fail, and when you have returned to me, strengthen your brothers. So Satan has come up to the Messiah and asked for Peter. Now remember uh back in the Old Testament in the book of Job, Satan the adversary came before the Holy Father Yahweh with the other angels, and the Lord asked him, "Where have you been?" He said to and fro
0: upon the earth, and the Lord knew he was checking out job and Satan
1: desired to destroy job he had he had been watching job. He had desired him. He saw he was a righteous man and wanted to prove him unrighteous and to destroy him. And Job went through a lot. He lost his wealth, his health, his children. Almost everything he owned was destroyed and taken from him. His wife did not support him. His friend did not support him. But he endured and the Lord restored everything to him double. So now here in the New Testament, Satan's at it again. He sees Peter to become a foundational apostle of the modern day church. And he desires to prove that Peter is no good, he's unworthy. And it says Satan has asked for you that he may sift you as wheat. Now you understand sifting it You take a sieve which has little openings, and you can pour, and then those days, wheat, and it would shake it, and it would separate the good wheat from the coarse stuff that was in uh, there with the wheat. So you could separate the good wheat out to be used without having anything impure. And so Satan is wanting to sip Peter as wheat. He wants to expose the sin and negative things in him. He wants to point it out and say this man is no good. He wants to embarrass him. And if you continue on reading uh the scriptures here after Jesus has his uh conversation with Peter initially, in verse 33, the Lord tells Peter that he's about to go to his death and Peter is saying, I'll go with you, Lord. And the Lord tells him, before the rooster crows, you're going to deny me three times, which Peter did. And Peter ran away because he was so ashamed, but the Lord restored him. That was his prayer. He said, I am praying for you that your faith should not fail. And when you have returned to me, strengthen your brethren. And Peter ran from him in shame after denying him. After his resurrection, the Lord spoke to Peter, and then Peter returned to the fold, and he became one of the foundational apostles of the church. So the Lord knew what he was going through. Peter had some issues in his life. The enemy saw that, and the enemy thought, I can exploit this. I can shame him. I can take him down he thought the same thing about Job, and that didn't work. And so we have an enemy that looks at us, and he sees. He sees the wounds. He hears our cries. He sees the issues. He sees the struggles. And he says, I'm going to exploit these. So everybody will see how no good you are. And there are plenty of people. Once you say you are serving the Lord, you're following after Yeshua. They want to see you fall. And the thing about it, like I said, we're all unworthy of the kingdom. We all have our issues. We all have our faults. We all have our hurts. And we have to deal with them. And it won't be pretty, but the people around us watching us want to see how we handle the adversity and how we handle our weaknesses and our flaws. And do we truly trust in the Lord? Do we truly hold on to God? Do you truly have faith? There are people watching. I remember when I first got saved. And I I had been uh, sick in the hospital. If you've heard me speak on this before, I nearly died. I should have died in kidney failure. And during that period, I had been seeking the Lord, and I come to him, and He he saved my soul baptized me in his spirit and two days later I ended up in the hospital finding out that kidney failure and they told me I was gonna die and the Lord restored me. And so when I went back to work I was a different man. I had been through a near death experience but now I had found newness of life in the spirit, covered in the blood of the Lamb, obeyed
0: in the Word and the babe in the spirit. So people would watch me, and I would sit at
1: lunchtime, and I would read my Bible, and people wanted to see if I would still go out to the nightclubs and watch to see if I was still a drinker. My language, I swear, they they kept watching me. Then after a while, people would ask me questions. Some of them were, were traps, and I saw it, and I didn't really get into it because I was new in the Lord. I didn't have uh, the Bible knowledge I have now,
0: but some really wanted to know what I was about now. They saw the chain.
1: I didn't have to come and tell them I was a Christian. I didn't have to have a bumper sticker or a T-shirt, but people saw the difference. They knew I I had been through a transformation,
0: but I still had issues in my life. And there were times those issues came out, and some people would say, "Look, I knew it.
1: He's not a Christian. He doesn't know the Lord." And then they would see me keep going in my walk, and after a while, they understood. Just because I will say didn't mean I didn't have my issues. Didn't mean I wasn't going through anything. Didn't mean that I couldn't have a, a broken heart or I couldn't feel depressed about something I was going through. But I had an all powerful God I could lean on, and I didn't plan to really go this way. But I just really want to encourage a lot of people today. You're going through things. You're you're hurting. You're like, I had to get this out of my life. You've been angry at somebody. Maybe you were abused as a child. Maybe someone broke your heart. Your spouse cheated on you and left you. You had a friend betray you. Maybe somebody in your local church did you wrong. Maybe
0: even the pastor did you wrong and maybe embarrassed you. You found out things.
1: Find out you're adopted. Always thought your parents were your biological parents, and they weren't. You felt abandoned. You felt unloved. You're hurt. People misused you, abused you, put you down, beat you down. And you're hurting. And you're angry. You're going through issues of
0: unforgiveness. But I'm here to tell you, I've been there. I've been there many times. And
1: now I'm in a season where I'm saying I have to lay this down. I have to surrender this to the Lord. We can't keep allowing these things to keep coming back and hurt us. We keep suffering over and over again. And the enemy desires to exploit this in
0: us. That he may do even more harm to. Simon, Peter, Job. No, they weren't perfect. And the enemy saw that and he came for them. But their faith remained. Their faith in the Lord. They were lacking in trusting in themselves. But they never gave up trusting in the Lord. And there's a story of a,
1: a demon-possessed boy and a and the father had come to the disciples to see if they could cast out the unclean spirit, and they could not. So he went to the Messiah. And the Lord said to him, all things are possible for those who believe. And the man said, I believe but help me in my unbelief. And that always amazed me that he said that. And I was like, what does what he, he mean? I believe, but help me in my unbelief. He believed that the Messiah was who he said he was. But within himself, he had a trouble believing that his son could be set free. So he was saying, I believe you're a son of God who you say you are. I believe that. There was no doubt there. I just feel that I can't get through this issue with my son.
0: But I believe you are the Messiah. And I come to you.
1: Are you that way? You have faith in the Lord. You know he is. He is Lord of the Lords, King of the Kings. He's the risen Savior. The Son of the Most High, Yahweh. You believe you've been baptized in His spirit, you're led letter the spirit, but you're dealing with things and you don't think that you can ever let them go. But you believe in the Lord, you trust in him.
0: You're not the first to feel this way. Peter went through it. Job went through it. Many others went through it.
1: The Messiah went through a great many things. In the garden of Gethsemane, he sweated blood. He was under so much pressure. And he asked the Lord if he would to take this cup from him, this suffering. It was hard. But he endured. And the Lord sent angels to hold him up. And I pray and ask that the Lord would send angels to all who need that strength right now. To hold you up. To hold me up. That he'll
0: pour the fresh outpouring of his spirit. Because we believe and hope in him. But we need help to truly believe we can be set free from
1: the things that hurt us. And when the enemy attacks and he's opportunism, he sees us weak and we he sees us at our worst and he sees us going through and and, and just focusing on the hurt and the pain that is getting to us, then the enemy will come and attack.
0: And we need to cry out, Father, help you, son. Help your daughter. I believe
1: who you are, but help me in my unbelief and that I feel I can't let this go and I can't be set free. Help me in this for I trust in you I hope in you, you are my glory, you are my salvation, you are a strong tower I can run into and be safe, and lay
0: it at his feet, and I know when I fully surrender this to him, he will give me perfect peace that only he can give. We need that peace. I want that peace.
1: I want to be set free. So I know I need to make choices, and I'm doing that. And now, right now, and it's, it's, it's hurtful because I have to face things in my life that have wounded
0: me, hurt me. So when you face it, it all comes back to you. You have to make a choice.
1: Am I going to, once again, just allow it to hurt me, and that's all it does?
0: Or i am going to say, here, Father, I don't want this anymore? It's yours. I want to be free. I want to forgive. I want to be healed. There are times that we can wander from the truth in our pain. We can see others who in their woundedness. There was a
1: time that I really had a crisis of faith. I remember uh, one of my, my good friends he had a crisis and he started leaving and walking away from the Lord and He had disappeared. You didn't see him at church anymore or at the groups. And one day I called him. And I just got his voicemail. And all I said was, hey, brother, I love you. The next Sunday he was there at church. He said, I got your message. And it turned him back. All I said was, I love you. I didn't. Condemn him, criticize him. That's the work of the enemy. But so I just let him know, hey, I still love you. And was the word he needed to come out of the shame and return to the Lord. So I went through a crisis of faith and shame, and I stopped going to the church on Sundays and being around the children of God. And I wasn't answering my phone. And one day I got a call and I didn't
0: answer. But I picked up later and listened to the voicemail. It was my friend
1: who I called when he was in crisis. He just said, I love you. And he left a message on my voicemail. That message to me from him was,
0: I love you. And I turned back. Me and my brother Raymond, we showed each other love, and that's what turned us back to the Lord
1: during our time of crisis. In James chapter 5, verse 19, it reads, Brethren, if anyone among you wanders from the truth and someone turns him back, let him know that he who turns a sinner from the error of his way will save a soul from death and cover a multitude of sin. So if you know someone who's going through things and they start to wander away from the gospel message from the kingdom. Don't judge them. Love them back into
0: the kingdom. Cover a multitude of sin with your love. We all hurt
1: some way, shape or form. We all gone through things. We all have a sin nature.
0: But remember our Messiah, Yeshua Jesus, has prayed for us.
1: Our Father Yahweh has given us of his Holy Spirit.
0: We're not defenseless, we're not powerless, and we are not abandoned. We're not forsaken he's here he commands his angels to watch over us and he is with us he's an ever present God
1: and I would have to remind myself of that that he's always with me for I've been baptized in his spirit
0: there's nowhere I can go that he is not there Yes, it's tough. I'm dealing with some things. But I'm still preaching his word. I'm still
1: loving on him and loving on his people. I'm learning true forgiveness of
0: those who hurt me. I want to forgive so that I can be forgiven. I'm the Lord. And I want to be transparent and
1: share what I am enduring that it may help others and maybe turn somebody back who we'll wandered from the truth. You may be listening to me now and you're like, Sean, that's me. I went through some things and I felt that I could not endure and stay in the world and stay in his kingdom, and I've wandered. I've wandered away. Brother, sister, I love you. With the love of a holy father who loves you more than anyone could ever
0: love you. And he wants you. He wants you. Done a lot of shame and the lies and enemy to keep you from his love. You can come back home. He's waiting. He's waiting. And I do love you. I love you all. For the Lord Lord has given me his love. And we must love those who hurt us. Yes, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. For you are with us. By your spirit, you are with us. Let us lay it all down.
1: There's an offering to you. Lay down all the hurt, the pain, the
0: wounds, all the things of the past. Let us lay it down. For you are Lord. Take it from us as we hand it to you. Yes, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Be blessed. Walk in his love. This is Sean Cleveland with Regeneration X. As
1: always, you can find me on Facebook or you can email me at regenerate zero seven at yahoo.com. Walk in the Lord.
0: Walk in faith. I love you. Be strong. Until next time, God bless. Bye-bye.